I'm Natana. And I'm Jess. And this is our podcast. Wait, what are we doing again? <laughs> well, we'll be diving into how the hairiest and most complicated problems in the world can be traced to the most mundane beginning. To see if maybe we're not so fucked after all and maybe there's something we can do about it. Oh, is that all? Yes. <laughs> Natana has decided she's not so fucked after all after being made redundant today with no notice and no payout. Technically, Tell I Tell us had... about it. <laughs> <laughs> name and shame, name and shame. <laughs> nah, um, technically I had a negative two weeks notice because we were supposed to start two weeks ago, but they kept on cancelling my meetings, just postponing them for no reason. With my clients, I really value them and I really respect their time and they usually respect my time and some of them like understand what's communication differences and stuff like that. So I, I, I believe the best in people. So, oh my God, this actually brings me to a much broader point that I was actually thinking about last night. Oh my God. Okay. It links. I'll show you. You don't even know what it links to because I'm the one that made the connection in my brain and you just don't know it yet, so I'll tell you. We're all in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was going to say is that I always give people the benefit of the doubt. I am usually go with the flow until... And I, I assume that people have the best intentions and that they're not doing anything and they care about yeah Mm. but also on top of that is that they care about respecting me and respecting my boundaries and all that kind of stuff they have my best interests in mind so that's why I don't take things like response time personally because I always assume that people just have their life and things get in the way and it's never about me what I was going to say is that in this case I felt that something was up but I wasn't going to call out that I thought that they were disrespecting me by just cancelling on me so many times and then suddenly giving me this, like, no notice of basically what's been happening. Like, I could read between the lines. I could see what was happening. I had a feeling that we were getting there just because I could see where the leadership was headed. Or the lack thereof. (laughs) (laughs) I said it. (laughs) (laughs) but the thing is i empathize very easily so i can see exactly why i understand exactly how the delivery happened and and why it was delivered in this way it's because they were hoping that maybe they could come up with something else they were coming to terms themselves with certain realizations and realities and i know that it's part of the process and i understand that also you don't want to tell someone something until you 100% know all the options. And it's funny because I was reflecting on this situation. I find that the deeper that you get into psychology, into understanding not only yourself, but the behavior of others and how a lot of things are reactions, projections, like mental models or self-stories being run that 
are just like historical rather than truly to do with just your actions and isolation because of that I always give a lot of leeway yeah I find that the more in general the more you go down that journey like that the more awareness you have around that the the more compassion you have for it because you could just see how human the other person's being and it's really interesting because I find that a lot of compassionate people, they become more passionate about standing up for what is right. That it's very easy in the process to give people too much leeway and to not stand up for yourself as soon as you usually would have. Because instead of reacting straight away, you're responding and you want to make sure that you collect all the information. You want to make sure that you fully understand the situation before you act on anything. And if I reflect on this redundancy situation, when I think about it, I could see what was happening and I felt for them. And because of that, I gave them extra space and extra leeway. When really what that was doing was actually putting myself in a compromising position because it means that I have less time to fix things because I'm giving them more time, more runway, more space. So you think that was a mistake it's an observation rather than a judgment instead of thinking that's a mistake i'm just recognizing oh well that's a pattern and i think that's actually a very common pattern it's like well how do you know when to enforce like how do you know when to stand up for yourself like it's very easy to stand up for a cause but when it comes to standing up for yourself especially when you can empathize with the other side at what point do you do that? Do you think you would have been less compromised in either of those situations if I feel you like, gave them less time? I feel like the only difference is that I would have I would have known the outcome sooner because I would have pushed it sooner. Which means that Interesting. potentially I would have had more time to act or more notice in a sense but either way at the end of the day no the result wouldn't have been different but it could potentially have because then instead of them having all the extra space i would have had extra space to act in it's interesting because part of me wonders whether that's an illusion given the seeming perfection of all the timing and also the fact that you felt intuitively these things happening in advance so it's almost like you did know in advance and you were able to process it in advance. So when it happened, you were able to overcome the emotion quite quickly and act and think. I mean, just so you guys know, she's already like fully strategized her action plan and she was made redundant earlier today. It so, happened hours ago and I already... She already knows how she's remonetizing everything. I have some like perspective. Yeah. And I even, yeah. I mean, I don't want to give too much away. I mean, I know, I mean, this is probably going to be released after it happens. But I still don't want to give it away just in case. Yeah, it sounds like, yeah. And the content's mostly already. The timing as well. really put you out. <laughs> you see because part of me thinks well maybe that's just me what about maybe because i feel like being empathetic giving people reasonable time frames like so maybe this you, is doubt maybe this is i think it's just it's it's one of those things yeah it's like when something doesn't run smoothly and the way that you expect it 
it's like oftentimes we automatically assume that you know we things are going well when they go as we expect them to mm-hmm. there's you know that element of if you're in complete control in a very i guess static or obvious sense of being in control um we are doing well in life oh she seems like she's got it all together because she's mm in complete control seemingly from the outside but interestingly the way you've handled this even though you didn't know this was going to happen the way it happened or in the time frame it happened either of those things the act of kind of feeling into it even beforehand which is really interesting like kind of almost predicting it was going to happen sensing that it was going to happen going through like the worst case scenarios, kind of grieving the worst case scenarios, prepping yourself for that, like, and then moving through it. It's like, Mm. you know, you've accepted it. You've grieved it. It's happened. You're like, okay. And then you've moved on. That is real control. Like that's control in a, in a healthy sense. So I think it's just the ego mind going, it could have been better. So you telling me that control isn't in the timing, but rather in the response. Because the thing that I'm nitpicking at is like, oh, but if the timing was to me, if I, if I could have controlled the timing, then it would be better. And you're saying, well, for who? For the ego? Like, mm-hmm. no. That's a really interesting, that's a really interesting distinction. I really like that. Yeah. Because that's the thing. When we think of control, when we think of planning, we think it's linked with time. But there's so many other variables. So the thing that we can actually control is only really our response to the trigger. We can't control when the trigger is being released, but we can control how we will respond to the trigger when it does happen. Yeah. And it's all linked to feelings of safety. When you intend for something to happen and it happens, that feels really good. It satiates your ego because it makes you feel so secure, right? It makes you feel almost probably a sense of elation or superiority in a sense because you're like, oh, I can tackle the world and I can control my reality, which is why a lot of spiritual people get really egoistic when they go down that path. They kind of miss the element. And here it's like the ultimate safety and control is knowing that no matter what happens, you'll be able to make, you'll be able to navigate it emotionally and you trust yourself enough and your capability and the world around you that you're going to be able to make the most of that situation. That's like ultimate safety because the, the idea of ultimate control is such an illusion and I think it's hard for anyone to deny given 2020 (laughs) (laughs) I rest my case you're on no but it's so true it's so true we think that it's either we try to control our lives through plans and goals and all these kind of things or we completely let go we're like yeah control is an illusion blah 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 and you go to the other end of the spectrum And that other end doesn't really, like, that's so ungrounded. It's like the body, the nervous system. 
needs that core stability, needs that sense of safety. Mm-hmm. So how do we get that sense of safety in a way that's actually sustainable? So it's not like this weird house of cards that is going to fall at any point in time, but instead it's it's a strategy. What if control is a strategy instead of a setup? And by a setup, I mean like a path, a plan. So you're saying that you maintain control when you have effective strategies to deal with unpredictable situations versus strategy is a de- like control is like a destination that you've predicted. Yeah, control isn't in arriving at an outcome. Mm-hmm. Control is the strategy. So the outcome becomes irrelevant. Because there's so many factors that go into the outcome, but the strategy can play out or be tweaked according mm-hmm. to most things. Well, it's the whole like thinking in angles as opposed to thinking in straight lines. Do you want to elaborate on that? I'll just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> Cue outro! <laughs> you're, you're only fucked if you... No, watch his dog and no, not. Oh man, I butchered that up. <laughs> but just cut that up. I'm like, this is just really good. <laughs> um, okay, so stay that- tuned for more insights. <laughs> <laughs> the way that we plan moving forward is usually we start from where we are now and we project outwards. We look ahead and we're like, oh, I want to get from point A to point B. And then we're like, okay, what's the easiest path, the most efficient path, go that way. Oh, there's a hurdle on the path, like, okay, we'll just go around it. But your your reference point is point B. It's what you're moving towards. It's wherever your live location is and how close you are to point B. So that's like normal way, mm-hmm. yeah, of planning, of thinking. Thinking in angles is more about, so, hmm. How do I explain this? Okay, so when you think in angles, instead of looking at where you are right now, your starting point is relative to the hypothetical trajectory of if you have done nothing. So let's say you look at your starting point now, yeah? And you're like, all right, if I were to do nothing, where would point B be? If everything remained the same, if the way I reacted to everything was the same, if I just continued along this path, where would I end up? And that's where point B will be. Now, when you think in angles, you're trying to work out, okay, if I make this little tweak, if I show up differently in this way, or if I change this action or this environment, whatever it is, then you project outwards again and you see, okay, where is point B now? And now the way that we measure success isn't in how close we get to that point B, but is in seeing, well, how far away are we from the original point B, from where we would have been if we had done nothing. So progress is measured Mm. based on the angle difference. How further away did we manage to move from where we would have been? So success would have been point B anyway. Based on pivoting. It's pivoting. And as you get closer and closer to point B as you change one thing or you change another thing like as you're changing different actions and seeing how that affects where point b is not only are you measuring the the angle difference but you get to readjust the angle each time 
So this way, instead of it being a consistent same thing like linear trajectory, now, yeah, you're still going in straight angles, but now, uh, sorry, in straight lines, but now they have angles now that you can go at different diagonals, which allows you for so much more movement. And it also means that you can think in any situation. It doesn't matter where it's the It's about the change point. rather than the destination. Yeah. When you think in angles, there's actually less pressure on getting the trajectory right first time around. It's a kinder approach. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think it really works well with like the whole idea of strategy rather than outcome. Yes, outcome. I haven't thought about that concept for a very long time. So trying to describe it, I was like, I felt like such a toddler being like, ah. You got there pretty easily. Oh, thank you. Because like, it's all about the journey. You hear it in one way and then you hear it in another way. And it's like completely unpacked till it's built up in this holistic way in your mind. Yeah. Okay. I guess we're done then. Cue outro. <laughs> <laughs> Not so fucked. Hold up. Don't go anywhere because we want to hear from you. Have you had a new thought, realization, or perspective shift during this episode? Tell us about it. Wherever you're listening from, this conversation is just getting started. Head to the comment section of this episode. The link is in the description. Or if you're listening on YouTube, just scroll down and share your insights with us. Be sure to include the timestamps so we know the part that spoke to you. This podcast is here to spark broader conversation and the fun part for us is exploring it with you. Because when we pull our minds together, we're not so fucked after all.